welcome to the Faith Heights Church audio podcast. We pray that this message will bless you and feed your faith as you listen in today. Praise God. We believe at Faith Heights Church, when you come to church, we should minister to the Lord. We should worship him and praise him and give him offerings and bless him. But at the same time, he wants to bless us. And so really, if you don't do both in a church service, you didn't really get the full full, uh, spectrum of that church service. He has helped people today already. Powerfully. And he's got some more help. You want a little more help before you go? We won't stay a whole lot longer, but there are some things I believe will really help you if you'll listen right now and um, open up. So before I share scriptures with you, let me share a scripture with you. <laughs> All right. Just, I, want, I want you to get this. The Bible says, okay, so all these people were in great affliction. Uh, their soul abhorred all manner of meat. They drew near to the gates of death. And it said they cried out unto God. And God sent his word and healed them. And delivered them from their destructions. I want you to hear this. These people were in affliction. Psalm 107. They drew near to the gates of death. They had no appetite for food. They were withering away. And the Bible says they cried out to the Lord. And God sent his word and healed them. And delivered them from their destructions. You know the problems they caused themselves. Listen closely. If you're in trouble today. Maybe it wasn't your fault. Maybe you're in trouble just because you live in a fallen world. Maybe you're in trouble because there's just crazy things floating around us all the time. Maybe you're in trouble. Maybe the trouble you're in is because of your bad choices. Maybe you know that the trouble you're in is because you made some decisions you shouldn't make. Good news. You ready? He sent his word to heal you and to deliver you from your destructions. That means if you created the problem, he still loves you enough to get you out. But if you want freedom, you're going to have to hear something. He sent his what to heal you? He sent his word to heal you and to deliver you from your destructions. You know, you'll find throughout the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, when Jesus was operating on the earth, you'll find frequently phrases like this. The multitudes came to Jesus to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. Sometimes you got to do some hearing to get into a position of receiving what God so wants to give you, which is healing and deliverance. So I wanted to share that with because I'm going to share a few more scriptures with you this morning. And you just need to realize these scriptures are God sending his word to heal you. And if you'll just not let them bounce off your eardrums or just kind of go in and go out the other ear, if you'll actually think about Respect and honor these scriptures that you hear in a few minutes, it'll work healing in your life. Did you know the Lord has power to heal emotional hurts? Mental hurts? The Bible says He restores our soul. That's your mind, your will, and your emotions. So turn with me, if you would please, to Luke chapter 4. 
And as Father, as we get ready to look at these scriptures, we're asking you to open our eyes. Show us the exact things that we need to hear right now to have the future that's bright and strong and healthy that we know you want for all of us. Father, we know there's lies and powers of darkness trying to sway us away from your word and the reality of your word, but we refuse to listen to that junk. These scriptures that we hear today, Father, we believe will be the exact scriptures we need to hear. They will not just go in one ear and out the other. They will sink down into our hearts. They will work, uh, begin a change in our lives so that we can have the brightest and the best that you died to give us. Father, we look to the word today. We respect it as you talking to us. And we're asking that you would help us not just to be hearers only, but to be doers of anything you are leading us to change or do in our lives. And we know the full blessing will come on us and we'll be strong and we'll be blessed and we'll be a great help everywhere we go. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Lord. So I want you to turn to the book of Luke, chapter 4. Look at the very first verse, and we'll start here. And I'll give you what I believe the Lord has for us today for the rest of the service. Luke chapter 4 and verse 1. The Bible says, And Jesus, being filled with the Holy Spirit, returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. So stop right there. This scripture shows us that Jesus was full of the Holy Spirit. Now, for your information, I, I just want to tell you right off the bat, the Holy Spirit is the best friend you will ever have. Amen. And the cool thing about the Holy Spirit is he has all power, all wisdom, all knowledge and he wants to do for you what he did for Jesus he wants to fill you with himself now some of these things will make more sense as we go on but I pray that you'd get a simple revelation today that you can be filled and led by the same Holy Spirit that Jesus was filled and led with do you ever think, oh, why was Jesus so successful, man? Everybody he ministered to got healed. Everywhere he went, he did things that were powerful. Raised the dead, spoke words. Why, did the why was the devil never able to get a foothold in Jesus' life? One big reason, he was full of the Holy Spirit and he was led of the Holy Spirit. Did you know you will never make a wrong decision if you're led by the Holy Spirit? You will never be in a place at the wrong time if you're led by the Holy Spirit. Notice the two words. He was full of the Holy Spirit, filled with the Holy Spirit, and he was led by the Spirit. Now these two wonderfully go together. If you want to be led by the Spirit, you know, miss brick walls, overcome every problem, <clears throat> not experience unnecessary adversity, be led by the Spirit. And now here's the interesting thing. I want you to look at the scripture and we're going to go, go to another scripture in just a second. Jesus being filled with the Holy Spirit. We'll talk about what that means. Returned from the Jordan and was led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness, into some things that, that were uh, to come up in his life to prepare him for more ministry. I want you 
to go to 1 John chapter 2 in verse 6 out of the New Living Translation. 1 John chapter 2. I know most of you don't have the New Living Translation, so they'll put it up on the screen here. But 1 John, this is John's letter to Christians. And I want you to notice 1 John 2.6 out of the NLT. If you guys have that, you can put that on the screen anytime you want. So the Bible says, uh, those who say they live in God should live their lives as Jesus did. So this is talking about Christians. Anybody want to live like Jesus? Yes. Have the success he had? Say, Pastor, if I live like Jesus, do I have to die on a cross? That's the only thing you don't got to do. No, he did that for you. But if you want to live in the victory and the strength and the success and the pleasing of the Father, look at here it says, those who say they live in God or say they're Christians should live their lives as Jesus did. One of the ways, let me tell you, Jesus led his life by being full of the Holy Spirit and by being led by the Holy Spirit. He was full of the Holy Spirit and he was led by the Holy Spirit. And if we you know, say that we are Christians, we should live the same way he lived. You don't have to fight life's battles on your own. You don't have to overcome storms on your own. You don't have to overcome attacks of sickness on your own. There is a helper. He wants to fill you and he wants to lead you and help you overcome all this stuff that all these people are trying to overcome in their own power. You do not have to fight life's fight alone. You do not have to overcome temptation alone. You can be filled with God. I don't know if you realize this, but Holy Spirit is a part of the Godhead. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. To think that you and I can open up and let the Holy Spirit of God fill us every day of our lives. To think that we could live a God-filled life every day. I look at it like this. You got problems in your life? It's probably because you got room for them. What if you were filled with the Holy Spirit every day of your life? What if there was no vacancy for depression? What if there was no vacancy for fear? Huh? What if there was no vacancy? What if you were filled with the Holy Spirit? Most, well, let me say this. Christians all over this planet today have very interesting, sad problems in their life that the Lord does not want them experiencing for one simple reason. They've got room for them. Be filled with the Holy Spirit is not just a religious term that we should try to line up with. It is a daily intimate life with God that makes it so there's no vacancies in your life when the devil and demons come around with all their junk and lies and fears and diseases. One of the best ways to get free and stay free is through the law of displacement. Instead of trying to get all these things out of your life, how about you just let God fill up your life and that filling will flush those things out of your life and you can live free. There's two things the devil wants to, to wrap people up in and that is number one, you don't need Jesus. If you feel like you don't need Jesus, demons are messing with your feelings. And you need to rise up and say, devil, shut your face. I need Jesus because the Bible says I need Jesus. He's the only way to the Father and I'm headed there. Right? 
The second thing the devil is trying to do to people if they do become Christians is he's trying to get them satisfied without being filled with the Holy Spirit. When you're born again, you're born of the Spirit of God. You're going to heaven when you die. There's a well of water in you springing up to everlasting life. And that's amazing. But then Jesus talked about an experience of being filled with the Holy Spirit after you're born again. So rivers of living water come out of your life in this dark, crazy, dying, crying, sighing world to hurting people all around you. You don't need to be filled with the Spirit to go to heaven. But you get to be filled with the Spirit and live in victory and help people supernaturally till you get to heaven. It's like being born of the Spirit gets you to heaven. Being filled with the Spirit gets some heaven to you before you really get to heaven. And it's powerful, my friend. So I want you to turn to John 14 and I want to talk to you just a little bit. If you do not have the Holy Spirit, the powerful, glorious, best friend you've ever had in your life, filling your life, friend, you need to open up today and let him fill you. He won't come unless you invite him and he won't stay if you don't want him. I mean, well, he'll stay. Don't get me wrong. He'll stay in you because he, he's a, he said he'd be with you forever, but he won't do anything for you you don't want him to do for you. The Holy Spirit is gentle. He's likened unto a dove. He's not a dove. He's a he. He's a person. He's a part of the Godhead. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And he, if you, he'll, he'll come in as much as you want him to come into your life. He is a lifesaver, life giver, healer, powerful, all wise Holy Spirit who wants to help you navigate through this life perfectly. Missing stuff, junk, traps of the enemy, adversities you don't have to go through. Oh man, the day I learned about being filled with the Spirit and the day I learned about being led by the Spirit, everything changed. I realized I'm not alone in this dark world. I've got a guide. I've got a protector. I've got a, a, a God who will show me the path to take, show me between what's right and just what looks right. He'll help me make right decisions. I won't have to waste time, money, or energy. I will follow the Spirit of God. He would never lead you into a bad situation of destruction or death or accidents. Oh, if people knew this message, you know, I, I tell you, there's there is so much victory in this message. I'm going to show you something in just a minute that will blow you away. Look at John 14, verse 15 through 17, and then 25 through 26. All these are going to be out of the Amplified Bible. They're going to show you. Amplified Bible is a more modern translation. It just amplifies the meaning. And I want you to notice, this is Jesus talking. Who is this Holy Spirit? Jesus said, if you really love me, you'll keep obeying my commands. Just keep flowing through the... And Jesus said, I'll ask the Father, and he will give you another comforter, counselor, helper, intercessor, <clears throat> advocate, strengthener, and standby, that he may remain with you forever. Anybody interested in help? Yes. <laughs> Divine help. Yes. Anybody interested in, go back, comforter. Anybody ever need any counsel? Yeah, turn to your neighbor and say, yeah, yeah, he's talking to you. Everybody needs some godly counsel at times. Well, this is the Holy Spirit. This is the comforter. The helper. 
intercessor, advocate, strengthener. Anybody ever need any strength? Stand by that he may remain with you forever. So, so Jesus is praying that we all receive this comforter, helper, counselor. Next verse. He's the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive. And the reason the world can't receive him because they don't know him, they don't see him. They cannot welcome, take into its heart because it does not see him and know and recognize him. But you know and recognize him for he lives with you constantly and will be in you. He was telling his disciples and all the people that day, he said, the Holy Spirit's in me. And I'm here. I'm your counselor. I'm your comforter. I'm your strengthener. I'm your standby. You know him. I've been with you all these years. You know me. You know the Spirit of God if you know me. And he said, I'm praying that he's going to fill you. So now go to the next verse, 25 through 26. I've, to I've told you these things while I'm still with you. Next verse. But the comforter, counselor, helper, intercessor, advocate, strengthener, standby, the Holy Spirit... Whom the Father will send in my name, in my place, to represent me and act on my behalf, he will teach you all things. Stop right there. Teach you all things. I wonder if that includes how to be healed of stage four cancer. What path do I take? What am I supposed to believe? What words should I speak? What should I be hearing from the Word of God? He will teach you all things includes healing of a deadly disease. So you got to look to him. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. There, there's two things that you want to be welded, meshed in a part of your life forever. And that is the written word of God and the Holy Spirit of God. These are two of the most priceless things other than Jesus himself that the Father has given us. The written word of God and the Holy Spirit of God to help us understand the written word of God. Help us to apply and appropriate the word of God. You know, to get healing from here to here. To get deliverance from addictions from here that says in the scriptures you're free. To here I'm actually free. Forever. So he said... That the Holy Spirit will teach you all things and he'll cause you to recall or remind you to bring to your remembrance everything I, Jesus, have told you. All right, go to John 15, 26. Amplified classic again. And this scripture here will tell us something else. Jesus is continuing. To, Jesus was so excited about the Holy Spirit coming to us. He was thrilled. All these chapters talk about how excited Jesus was that we all received the Holy Spirit. You know, I, um, I'll share this before we, we read this scripture. I received the Holy Spirit decades ago, over three decades ago, almost four decades ago. I was a Christian, born again, struggling along, you know, trying to understand the Bible. And I still needed help in my life. And, and we're going to need help every day of our life. And one day I heard a message. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And all, right after that chapter, miracles, healings, deliverances, victories, demons cast out, dead were raised. The church was on a roll after they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. The devil, if he can't stop you from being a Christian, and he can't, he'll try to stop you from having the power of the Holy Spirit in your life while you're a Christian. He is so afraid of us being filled with the Spirit. 
He saw what happened through Jesus when he was full of the Holy Spirit. He saw what happened through the early church when they got filled with the Holy Spirit. Signs, wonders, people getting set and free from demon powers, rising from the dead, miracles happening. He saw what happened when Paul the Apostle got filled with the Spirit. He hates people being filled with the Spirit, but he has nothing he can say about it. We can be filled with the Spirit every day of our life and walk in victory and power and protection and deliverance by choice. Most people, most Christians, are not filled with the Holy Spirit for the number one reason they've not heard whether there be any Holy Spirit and they've not heard that they can be filled with the Holy Spirit. It's lack of knowledge is keeping people from this power. Carl and I have pastored this church for 34 years. We've gone through problems, everything from A to Z. We've gone through sickness. We've gone through flight for life to, to, to Denver with our, our kids. Uh, we are, and we've, uh, we've gone through marriage things. We've gone through uh, powers of darkness trying to destroy our church, trying to destroy our marriage, trying to destroy our physical lives, trying to destroy our kids, trying to destroy everything about us. And I can tell you, a number one reason we're still here, still look 30, but we're 62. <laughs> one of the reasons we're still here is because we received power from on high when we were filled with the Holy Spirit. We speak in tongues every day of our life. We pray in the Spirit all the time. And I know there's some people <clears throat> that, uh, you know, they think, well, it's, to me it's strange. It's, it just seems strange to, to be filled with the Spirit and speak with other tongues. That just seems weird. I want to just prove to you in these next few minutes that it is cool. To be filled with the Spirit. And cool people are filled with the Spirit. I'm not saying you're not cool if you're not filled with the Spirit, but you can be cool and filled with the Spirit. The devil paints this weird picture in people's minds. Oh, you know, if you're going to be filled with the Spirit and speak with other tongues, you're going to be weird. Newsflash. You're weird if you don't. If, if being filled with the Holy Spirit is available to you, and communing with God direct Spirit to Spirit is available to you, wouldn't it be weird not to say yes to that? Someone ask a couple questions. Candace, would you stand up? How many think Candace is cool? She's our buddy. This is Candace. She's a great servant here in the church. You're cool. Let's dispel this lie that it's weird. Do you speak in tongues? Yes. How often? Uh, every day. Every day of your often life. Throughout the day. She speaks. She's cool. She speaks in tongues every day. That shows me right there. Cool people speak in tongues. Thank you. Greg, stand up. I know this is Greg. This is Candace's husband. Do you speak in tongues, Greg? Yes, I do. How often? Every day. Every day of your yes. life. Yep. That doesn't make sense. You're a cool person. Cool people don't do those things. <laughs> he does. And the victory that comes from it, you can vouch. Without that, you Without guys a doubt. wouldn't even be here. Without a doubt. Nikki, stand up. This is Nicole Poli. <laughs> you see her a lot here. Are you filled with the Spirit? Yes. Do you speak in tongues? Yes. How often? Every day. Every Multiple day of your life. Has it got you through any problems? Oh, yeah. Has it saved your life? Uh-huh. Has it helped you raise your kids? Yes. Oh, Has it helped yeah. you overcome disease? <laughs> yes. Keep you happy in a depressed world? Yes. Amazing. I mean, think Nikki's cool. <laughs> She's filled with the Holy Ghost and speaks with... <clears throat> Sometimes the devil will... I'll say, okay, so filled with the Spirit and speaking with tongues, it's these weirdos over here. And I, you know, some people, just because somebody does something weird doesn't mean that it's not cool to be filled with the Spirit and speak with tongues. 
And so, Carla, why don't you stand up? You're my wife. You're my. What I said is true, right? We've been yes, through A to Z. Yep. And one of the main reasons we've gotten through everything because we are filled with the Spirit and yep. speak. Do you speak in tongues? Every day. Every day. All Has it helped our kids? Every day. Yes. Has it helped our grandkids when they had to get on flight to life yep. and go to Denver? Yes, it does. Has it helped our son Isaac? Yes. Has it helped our marriage? Yes. Get through things. People uh, would have gotten out of twenty Amen. attacks ago. We're That's still here. That's right. And one of the reasons is we. We have prayed in tongues every day of our life, oh, and the Helper has guided us and yes. given us strength and power that the world can't All give. The time. Yes, mm. yes, yes. Praise the Lord. I could go on and on. Dominic, you're filled with the Spirit. You speak in tongues every day of your life. Yes. Has it done anything good for you? Stand up. Yeah, come on. Okay. Has it done anything for you? Yes, yes. Has it helped you overcome anything? Yes. Has it helped you raise two kids? Uh, yes, yes, that's, that's, that's you know, it, I need all the help I can get. Right, has it helped you stay off of medication that they give for raising kids? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I need all of it. Do you, do you think you speaking in tongues every day is getting into your kids? Yes. You know, when they grow up, they're going to be just like you. Yes. And they're going to go Hopefully further. better. Hopefully better. We want our kids to go further than us. Yeah. How many think Dominic's cool? Did you know this young man is filled with the Spirit and speaks with tongues every day of his life? And this, see, it's no mystery why some people get through the crisis of life and some people don't. It's no mystery why some people get on 5,000 medications and other people don't have to. It's no mystery why some marriages stay together and some blow apart. It's no mystery why some people overcome disease and demons. It's no mystery. Some people have opened up to the Holy Spirit, the Helper. Yep. Yeah. Now, if you notice in some of those verses, you'll see the word helper. God has given us a heavenly, powerful helper. So when you're praying to God and saying, God, help me with my marriage, he's going to point you to the helper that's in the earth realm, the Holy Spirit. So to be uninterested in the Holy Spirit, to be uninterested in being filled with the Spirit, to be uninterested in speaking in tongues, is to be uninterested in the help God's trying to get to you. He will deal with you. You say, Father, my marriage is about to blow up. I'm going to lose it. I'm having panic attacks. I've got anxiety. I don't know what I'm going to do. And the Holy Spirit says, Faith Heights Church. Or whatever church that believes in the Holy Spirit. Faith Heights Church. You need to take heed to that. Because if, if he says that to you, or whatever, he's trying to get you to a church that believes in this helper that the Father sent to help you in your mess that you're going through. To say, God, help me with this disease, but not be interested in the helper that he sent is really going to be confusing. He wants to help you. And, and he will... He will open this book up to you to where it starts to work in your life like medicine works in your body. He will help you understand scriptures. He will lead you. Okay, Pastor, I want to read the Bible, but I've been diagnosed with a terminal disease. It's so big. It's actually 66 books in one. Where do I start? Where do I start? Start reading wherever you think you should start reading. Put your sail up and the Spirit of God will put wind in the sail and direct you what scriptures to go to what books to read first and you will find yourself to your desired haven in no time. I want to put up on the screen uh, William Barclay, professor of divinity. This is now, 
He studied this word comforter, helper. He went into the Greek and found the original Greek meaning of this word comforter and helper, which is the definition of the Holy Spirit, whom you all, we all can be filled with every day of our life. And so go ahead and put that on the screen, guys, the one I gave to you in the email. And I wanted you to read this. William Barclay is a professor of divinity. And he said, now what we're about to read here is who the Holy Spirit is and what he has for you. As he looked up the word, it's parakletos in the Greek, comforter. Parakletos. This is what the Holy Spirit wants to do for you. He will give you the kind of comfort and consolation in distress which keeps a man on his feet when left to himself he would collapse. Don't, don't read anymore for a second. The Holy Spirit wants to give you the kind of comfort and consolation in distress which keeps you on your feet when left to yourself you would collapse. This is what the Holy Spirit wants to do for you. He's supernatural. He's powerful. And it says, It is the comfort which enables a man or woman to pass the breaking point and not break. Who wouldn't want to cuddle up with, be filled with the Spirit of God? Look at what else he does for you. Go, go to the next part. Holy Spirit is one called in to help in a situation with which, which a man by himself cannot cope. King David said, God, the enemies have surrounded me and they're too strong for me. And God said, they're not too strong for me, buddy. And he lifted David out of a horrible pit and set him in a large place and got him out of something he couldn't get out of himself. This is where the Holy Spirit comes in. He's called to help you in a situation which a man by himself cannot cope. Everybody, anybody ever been there? You just ain't got the strength. You don't have the wisdom. You don't have the power. And then it says, he exhorts men to high deeds and noble thoughts. He will bring you up and get you expecting miracles and things to happen in your life you never used to expect. You'll start seeing power and glory show up in your life because he's lifting up your vision and your faith and he's helping you to see above the storm. Hmm. So in closing for today, turn to Ephesians 5 and we'll close with this one scripture. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Uh, 2 Corinthians 3, verse 17 out of the Amplified. We'll close with this scripture today. And just a few thoughts here. Um, the Holy Spirit is likened unto a dove, which means he will not force anything on us. He will not push anything on us. See, the Holy Spirit is not like demon spirits. The devil and demons try to push and force people to do things against their will. They're pushy. They're forceful. They try to illegally inflict you and do things in your life. Well, the opposite is the Holy Spirit. It's always an invitation. Come unto me, all you that labor and are burned out and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Come, drink of the waters of life freely if you're thirsty. Come to me. You know, the Bible says you can grieve the Holy Spirit and you can quench him. Devils and demons are like, take this sickness, take this disease. You just always have to be resisting his lies and thoughts. But the Holy Spirit is, is you know, hey, listen, I've got all power. If you want me, I'm here. If you don't. That's your prerogative. I won't, bar, I won't barge in. You never have to be afraid of the Holy Spirit taking you over. But if you yield, he'll come with power and set you totally free. So this, look at this scripture here. They amplify 2 Corinthians 3.17. Now the Lord is the Spirit. 
So we're talking about the Lord. We're talking about the Spirit of God. He's a part of God. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Emancipation from bondage. Freedom. Freedom. Where's freedom? Holy Spirit. Oh, the, the reason the Lord wants me to share this, and we may go next week and continue on in the series. The reason He wanted me to share this for the very purpose, He wants you living in full freedom and fully equipped to help people around you with power beyond you. He wants you living in full freedom where the Spirit of the Lord is. There's freedom from bondage. There's total liberty. And He wants you empowered to help the people around you who need miracles and healings. You are the Jesus in the earth that they need. And you need to receive the infilling of the Spirit. You need to learn to be led by the Spirit. So when you come across a situation where somebody needs the power of God, you may not have it all planned out. You may not have it all studied out on notes. But the words of your Father will come out of you like power when you're living a Spirit-filled life. And you'll kind of step back and go, who said that? And you'll realize you said it. Who prayed that prayer? You'll realize, I prayed that prayer. How could I do that? Well, it wasn't just you. You're filled with the Spirit of God. He helped you do it. He's in the life-saving business, and He wants not only your life saved, He wants to work through you to help other people be saved. The Spirit of God hates disease. He hates sickness. He hates depression. And for all He's got to work with, how about we get filled with the Spirit and let Him work with us? The Bible says in in Acts uh, Acts chapter 1, you know, they were, they were coming to Jesus and, and he had just risen from the dead. They'd seen him. They're talking to him. He's got his resurrected body, spike, spike, spike holes, but he's about ready to ascend to heaven. And they're going, Jesus, Jesus, what, 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 is this the time you're going to restore the kingdom to Israel? Jesus, what's going to happen in these end times? And Jesus said, hey, let me tell you the most important thing you guys need to know. You are going to be empowered with power from on high when you're filled with the Holy Spirit. So before you go preach the gospel to all the world, go to Jerusalem and wait for the promise of the Father, which I told you about, which we read about. He says, you need to wait for the power of God from on high after you're filled with the Holy Spirit. So they're all in the upper room, about 120 of them in the upper room, praying, seeking God, doing what Jesus said, waiting for the promise of the Father. And on the day of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit, oh, enters into the earth realm to abide and to be a part of every life on this planet that will accept him. And 120 people were in the upper room praying and it said the Holy Spirit came upon them and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. They all got filled with the Holy Spirit. And then from then on, it said that this promise is unto you and unto all your children and to all that are afar off. Even as many as the Lord our God will invite. And he's invited everybody. And so from Acts chapter 2, you start seeing people get filled with the Spirit. More of the Jews got filled with the Spirit. The Gentiles start getting filled with the Spirit. Speaking in tongues, magnifying God, and the power of God increases in the church. And I mean, there's no power of darkness that can stop when the church starts moving forward and breaking chains and praying for people and getting people free. And so being filled with the Spirit was a normal part 
of the book of Acts where Christians were just filled with the Spirit. It was just, you get born again and then you get filled with the Spirit. So in, it, now that we've said all that, we want to give you an opportunity to be born again if you're not and to be filled with the Spirit if you're not. If you are born again, you're a new wineskin and you can handle the infilling of the Spirit. If you're not born again, you can't receive the infilling of the Holy Spirit. You can receive a work of the Spirit, which is being born again. But then after you're born again, you want to be filled with the Spirit. You want speaking in tongues to be a normal part of your daily life if you want to live above storms, overcome problems, see victory in your life, live in peace that only God can give. Filled with the Spirit is a tremendous, tremendous benefit. It's not just a luxury, it's a necessity. So, close your eyes and just ask yourself these two most important questions you could ever ask. Number one, Am I a born-again Christian or do I just go to church? Have I really accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior or do I just, am I kind of relying on my goodness to get me to heaven? Am, am I really a born-again Christian or do I just believe in God? Am I really a born-again Christian or do I just believe Jesus was a nice historical figure and, oh yeah, I believe he walked the shores of Galilee? Or have I actually received him into my heart? Have I actually said, Jesus, come into my life? I confess with all my heart, you're Lord. You're Lord of me. You're Lord of all. Jesus, I believe God raised you from the dead. If you've never done that, today's your day. God loves you, friend. There's nothing you've done that can keep you from him. It doesn't matter. God saves murderers. God saves child abusers. God saves the perverted. God saves anybody who will come to him and call on his name. There's no sin that's caused you to go on too far away from God. Come to him today. He loves you. And then there's people who say, well, I, I've been good all my life. And, you know, and I, I, I'm good. And I just believe, you know, God will smile on my goodness. Well, listen, friend. Good is being good, but good will never get you saved. If it could, why did Jesus come to the earth, die on a cross, horrific death, and why did he go to hell, and why did he raise from the dead if us just being good will get us to heaven? No. Good is good, but good won't get you saved. Good won't get you to heaven. So those are in the room, eyes closed, uh, Christians in an attitude of prayer, those watching online, if you'd like me to lead you in this salvation prayer, I would be so honored to do it. It only takes about 30 seconds. You don't have to memorize anything. I will lead you in it. And if you mean this prayer with your heart, you will go from darkness to light. You will go from where you were into the hands of God and you'll be in his hands forever and nothing will pluck you out. Heaven will be your home. When you leave the earth, you'll go up, not down after this simple prayer of faith. The Bible says faith without action is dead. So, we got to do something to act on our faith or our faith is dead. It doesn't work. Here's a couple simple things you can do. Right now, as I give this invitation, you'll be asked to do something. And if you'll do this something, it'll be an act of living faith that will lead you to this prayer that we're talking about into total salvation. If you would like the salvation prayer to count for you, 
If you say, yes, Pastor John, I'm not 100% sure that I'm saved. I'm not 100% sure I'm born again. I want to be. Please pray that prayer for me. Lead me in that prayer. If that's you and you want to be born again, raise your hand right now as an act of faith. Just raise your hand right where you're sitting. Thank you. I see those hands. Thank you, Lord. If you're already saved and you've already prayed this prayer, you, you don't need to do it again. You're totally born again. You're totally saved no matter what you feel like. So just out of the compassion of God, I'm going to ask one more time, if you haven't raised your hand and you want this prayer to count for you, right now, raise your hand wherever you're saying, thank you, I'm glad I asked, because another hand went up. Good, good, good. Online, people, if you're watching and you say, Pastor, my hand's up, tell the moderator, tell him, because you're, you can pray this prayer with us as well. Just tell him. So heads bowed and eyes closed. You say, Pastor, I'm a Christian. I know I am. I'm born again. I've, I've made Jesus the Lord of my life. I believe God raised him from the... I know I'm saved. But I've never received the fullness of the Holy Spirit. I, I've never been filled with the Spirit, with the Bible evidence of speaking in tongues. But Pastor, I want it. I want to be filled with the Spirit. I want the power of God in my life. I want this great helper, counselor, standby paracletos to fill me up. I don't want to be alone anymore. I want his power. I want his comfort. I want his love. I want to make it through all the challenges of life. I want him to fill me up to overflowing. So if you would like prayer to receive the Holy Spirit as an act of faith, raise your hand right now. We'll pray for you as well. Just raise it up high. Say, Pastor, I want to be filled with the Holy Spirit. I want this Bible evidence of speaking in tongues. I want to be filled. Okay. Watching online, tell the moderator the same thing. Those of you that raised your hand on either one of those invitations, here's the next act, act of faith. Just go ahead and stand up right where you're at and walk toward me and we're going to pray and we're going to take care of business right here at this altar right now. So please stand up if you uh, pray. Uh, want those prayers to count for you, come forward at this time. Stand here, face me in one line right here. Just face me while I'm facing you. Carla, if you'd come up with me at this time, we're going to pray. Everybody that raised your hand on any invitation that we just gave, come forward at this time. This will help you. I'm telling you, you'll be so glad you took these steps. So glad. Come on forward, brother. You can stand right next to him and we'll wait for you. Take your time. We're good. We're good. Hi. Glad you're here. Come on forward. We'll wait for you. Good to have you. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Everybody online that wants this prayer as well, you just go ahead and get ready to pray this. First prayer we're going to pray is to be born again. So if that's you watching online, just pray this prayer. You can all pray it in the congregation as support. So just close your eyes. Say this from your heart and you will be born again in Jesus' name. Say this. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus. I believe in you. I believe in you. With all my heart, you are Lord, my Lord, Lord of heaven and earth, Lord of all. I love you, Jesus. I receive your sacrifice for my sins. And I believe with all my heart, God raised you up from the dead. And now, according to the Bible, your own word. I'm saved. I'm healed. I'm born again in Jesus' name. 
Amen. Oh, glory to God. Man, if you could hear what's going on in heaven right now. Oh, my goodness. The Bible says when one sinner repents, all heaven rejoices. What happens when two repent? They double rejoice. What happens when four or five repent? They quadruple rejoice. Heaven is freaking out right now with joy because people came to the Lord. Whether we see it in this glass darkly or not, this is the most important decision you or I will ever make in this life by far. Without this, nothing else matters. Now, for those of you that want to be filled with the Holy Spirit, and can I have my altar ministry workers come forward at this time? Come over here by me, if you would, please. On this side and this side. Come on over here, guys. We're going to pray to, for the infilling. Did anybody also come forward to be filled with the Holy Spirit? Okay, did you come to be filled with this? Did you come to be filled with the Spirit, guys, or to be saved? Huh? Yes, sir. So all, you want to come? So we're all going to get filled with the Spirit today. Oh, so great. Oh, did you know this touches the heart of Jesus? This was so important to him. He was so excited that we would be able to get the Holy Spirit and to be filled with him. So when we pray for you right now, you're going to receive the ability to pray from your heart. You know, you don't have to you know, think of the words in your head and speak them out of your mouth. It's just going to flow out of your belly. And it's words from God. And he's not going to make you do it. You're going to have to open your mouth and speak from here. And he will take it from there and help you to pray perfect prayers to your father and magnify God. So don't, don't think the Holy Spirit's going to make you speak in tongues. He's not like that. But when we pray for you, and after you say amen, you're able to speak in tongues. And we encourage you to start praising Jesus from right here without even thinking about what the words sound like. And you'll find that that's a flow that will continue with you for the rest of your life. Those of you watching online, pray this as well if you want to be filled. The whole congregation, pray this because I know most of you are filled with the Spirit. Say this, guys, that came forward. Say this, Jesus, Jesus. Thank, you thank you for the precious gift of the Holy Spirit, the power, the comfort, the healing, the wisdom that he gives me is going to fill me right now. Jesus, fill me right now with the precious Holy Spirit. Now say this, I believe Jesus is doing exactly what I asked. So I'm going to do what everybody in the Bible did when they were filled with the Spirit. I'm going to speak with tongues and praise Jesus. Here I go. Just lift up your voice, guys. Just open up your mouth. Just speak and say, Just speak from your heart. Just speak from your heart. That's it. That's it. Let it flow like a river. Let it flow like a river. Just let it flow like a river, guys. Just relax and let it flow. Just relax and let it flow. 
Kutamo, just let it flow. Just open your mouth and let it come right from there. Bande crasito, pocoste venti. It's easier than you think, man. It's easier than you think. Pocele cladafa, eje como buku utekadama banganga gedekele di iso sokobo oplo poco oteke. Lambra de ge exo coco otomo bobo. That's it. That's it. Just let it flow, man. Let it flow. Papa poco soko utomo po okre de gianta kerada astas, kusomo jote. Let's all stand up, guys, and pray in the spirit. Bandara crevishala me panto korodokte. Just open your mouth and let it flow. All you got to do is relax, take a breath. Just let it come from your belly instead of your head, and it'll flow and it'll get stronger every day. Can somebody say glory to God? Praise the Lord, you guys. Now, now listen, this is the beginning of a powerful life, an amazing life. If everything didn't flow with all the oil and, and all the smoothness you wanted to, just keep going. Yeah. Just keep moving forward. Uh, Dan and Darlene and Kevin and Patsy right here, they've got some material to give you free of charge. A little book called Why Tongues, How to Be Filled with the Spirit, What Just Happened to You Right Now. It's powerful material that'll help you in the scriptures. So I would just say right here, brother, from you to there, go see Darlene and Dan. And right here, just go see Patsy and Kevin and just receive the materials they have for you. Welcome to the family of God. Welcome to the spirit-filled living, your life will never be the same. Never be the same. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. For more information about this ministry, visit faithheights.org. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram. To sow into this ministry, visit faithheights.org and click on the donate tab. 